You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey, wait. Before we get the show started, I think it's important to mention that Cult Montreal is running the 2015 edition of Best of Montreal. Of course, you're listening to Go Plug Yourself right now, so why not head over to Cult Montreal to vote for the Best of Montreal and refer Go Plug Yourself as your favorite podcast, because you know that it is. And you might as well plug 9to5.cc and Walter and uh, basically anything else that you want to vote for. You should do that, because we want to be number one this year. Number three is not good enough. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Go to uh, the uh, JPWROH deal. Okay, this is how we started. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> You okay. just Walter just started uh, listing a, uh, just a number letters. of a number <laughs> of letters. NJPWROH is what you're talking about. The clash of New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring of Honor Toronto Toronto. See, I don't know though because it's not properly explained on the website. Who would have thought? It's like it's I don't. There's two nights: Friday night and Saturday night. I don't know if it's the identical card. Both it would be pointless though to run the same card two nights in a row, right? Would it? It's <laughs> like a long silence in the podcast. Would it be pointless? How about you get in touch with ROH? How though? I don't know. Tweet at them. It's not a bad idea. Leland, what do you think? <laughs> uh, me and me and Catherine <laughs> are gonna go to the first N- night NKTOB BSB. Oh. Uh, Reunion? Uh, reunion. Are they still, are they still uh, co-tour. Is that happening? Or did that, that already happened, though, right? Oh, did it? Oh. I think so. I think the NKOTB and the BSB got together with the 92 degree. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that doesn't get shorter. I was like, the degree, in my head, it was like the dot. Mm-hmm. 92 circle. Hello? <laughs> well, they're just answering the phone. So, uh, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just keep it going. So, we were... Uh, we we were <laughs> we were talking about this uh, the reason why we have Leland J Bearman uh, yeah. with us, yeah, resident dirty man of Montreal, dirty yeah. musician, filthy yeah. musician, uh, is because sometimes Walter and I get so caught up with our various endeavors that we forget to have guests. <laughs> <laughs> but then Walter was like, "No, Bearman has like a whole bunch of things coming up. You have a bunch of shows happening, yeah, and yeah. it just so happens that Bearman does live." just a couple blocks up for me and Walter lives a couple blocks down so yeah. every now and then we can just have a have a fun NDG episode of Go Plug Yourself where we don't go too far from our homes I go so close to my home that I just stay on my couch make some more noise when you come back into that room <sighs> big old sigh so I was telling that uh, I was talking with Leland that yeah he was giving me this really uh, up, that call. uplifting uh, speech about how I'm the, I, I was I was they were pla- you were planning on having me for this episode, yeah. and like, I'm your favorite. Uh, yeah, exactly. Guest. We were like, we we're like, it's been four months. Yeah, yeah. So it's time for another Leland <laughs> episode. We weren't supposed to have Mike Ward on at all. You said that not to talk about who we were not supposed to have on. Talk about who? The um, Leland, who is on the show, ladies and gentlemen, Leland J. Leland Ward. At this time <laughs> is is he not here? No, uh, no okay, he's um, his, his agent called and said that I'm he, really happy. I'm really happy. No, no, no. I was going to say that every now and then we can. We can always count on Bearman, lead well, singer we of our we were, lead singer of our song, our theme song, the yeah. Go Plug Yourself theme In song. In the pre-interview, we were saying that Leland is um, the Regis, the Regis of the Go Plug Yourself because he's the frequent fill-in guest on Letterman. Oh, I was gonna. What's? Or was it Jack Lemon? I was gonna say maybe the, like twenty years. How ago. How about the Joan Rivers? <laughs> the that's Joan, that's guest host. That was guest host on the Tonight Show. Okay, that's yeah, true. Yeah, we're talking about like a frequent yeah. like go-to guest, yeah. like like Chris Rock hosting. We're not talking about hosting. Not okay. About wait, hosting. but okay, yeah. but it was but like Chris Rock to SNL. That's he was as to SNL. Instead of have instead of having a guest host, still, they just had Chris Rock. You're stuck on the hosting thing. Though. Yeah. That's okay, but host, I'm trying yeah. to think of like other situations. We already found a perfect had situation. One. Yeah, you said it. Regis. 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 Yeah, but I feel that like I don't. I'm not a big fan of Regis, but I'm a big no, fan Regis of Leland. Well, say what you will about Regis. Okay. He he has longevity. He he's does. been a, he's been in the business for a long time. And he's man's out of control. 
He's on sports. He's on Fox Sports or something now, isn't he? He does whatever he wants, really. He just shows up. He just, he's just sort How of like, about this football? Give me a show, god damn it. I heard Notre Dame was playing, and I had to show up. Ah! Hey! I, like, I love when he sits on a stool, because his feet don't touch the ground. He just, like, he's not a big guy. His legs just kick. He's not a, he's not a really big guy. <laughs> So Leland, yeah. What do you, uh, Walter? Do, do you guys want to? Uh, is this your big announcement? Walter There's made multiple announcements. Walter made a uh, made a made an announcement to me on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hey, like, for, I was I was on the bus. The window was open, and he was on the street. He's like, "Hey, Kate, got an announcement." <laughs> is that what happened? No, you were on the phone. No, I was on That's the phone with you. I was actually on the phone with you. You weren't just screaming at me from the street. Although that did happen a couple of days ago. Where uh, someone who was in the drive passenger seat of my car yelled at you and said your show sucked. Yeah, oh. which I think I don't know if he was talking about your show too. Technically, exa- it was very exactly. I was like, oh, was I just feel being mean for the sake of being mean. <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, I'm I'm on his show. Yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah, then we just cackling. So do you want to make you? I'll leave it to you. You can tell me what the announcement was. Well, I said well, I, what I said to the frequent Keith, collaborators. Said, well, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. since since Mike Ward bleeped that in editing, I'm not it, bleeping <laughs> any <laughs> mentions of Mike since, Ward. Since Mike Ward couldn't make it for this episode. Mike Ward, he's going to be the host of the Nasty Show this year. He's going to be the host of the Nasty Show. Would have been great to have him on this. Oh, right? that, that would be a coup. You know, you know? coop. But I was like saying since Mike, coop. since Mike Ward isn't available, I said we we get Bear Man on. <laughs> right. We, I'm sure Leland's got some 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 stuff to plug. Some nasty uh, stories also. We, I think you know. We, I think we just heard we have uh, a fringe show or something. You and I will be doing that, yeah. and then we could just shoot the shit for. So frequent minutes. frequent collaborators, Walter J. Lane. That was how that announcement was made. Layland J. Beckman <laughs> are going to have a fringe show. So I guess uh, I got I, I got an email last night. Like when the with Montreal Fringe Fest, it's very democratic. They draw names out of a hat. That's not democratic. Sure or, it is, but or maybe it's not democratic, but it's very um, equal opportunity. Equal equal opportunity. It wouldn't be democratic. Democratic is based on votes. Right. No one's voting here. Yeah, it's just random. Um, but it's with ra- no care of to talent or quality. Right. Completely random. Yes. What who was picked? Equal opportunity. You have you, you just have to pay your dues. admission fee and your dues. Uh, no dues. No dues. Required. No dues. No dues. Yeah, but I mean physical dues, like you're like when you have a. It's, it's a non-union. A, it's a, a money, non-union job. A money that is due to be paid. Just to clarify, when you heard got this call, mm-hmm. you said last night podcast could come out Thursday. Thursday. So three days ago, Tuesday night. When Monday. Monday, Monday, night. Night. Monday, Monday night. night. Easter Monday. When Easter I, Monday. When the draw first happened, however many months ago, uh, Walter and I were eleventh on the wait list. Okay. So that means eleven people were just like, "Fuck this, I can't do it." From then until now, until mon- last on Monday night. Well, we tried to play the odds. We both entered. We both entered. You yeah. were eleven. You technically you were eleven, True. and I was like forty-eight. Or right. Something. Yeah. right. <laughs> and then that that's like a testament to the <laughs> to the equal mm-hmm. opportunityness is that a man of Walter's uh, ties to the Montreal theater scene. <laughs> multiple night fights right right night fights and you think i'd have like it'd be just some sort of a, we had like i don't even know why we had amy blackmore on the show anymore if that if you only got 48 right why did we have amy on the show it's the only reason i had her on <laughs> multiple we had al of france on a couple times i know he, he doesn't do anything with fringe anymore but mm-hmm. i mean except for performing it but he's got to have some clout somewhere <laughs> Uh, I I was talking to him just as a sidebar. I ran to a party on Sunday night, mm-hmm. and I was noting how big his fucking head is. And like I was saying, France got a big head. LaFrance, he's, he's in the club here. You yeah. and me have to have the three f- biggest heads in Montreal. Entertainment. We're talking about like, literally large heads, yeah, not man, just huge like, egos and difficult no, to work no. with. And I mean, physical. That is also true. Cranium no. diameter. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know Cir- circumference. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys? Could you enter a contest? Oh, and Emery Fine. Oh, well, he's a mountain of a man already. Yeah, but he's the, the head. His head is there big. Too, yeah. Oh, yeah. Could you guys enter a contest? Like, is there a some sort of a contest, contest that you can enter? Like a, a big head oh. contest? Uh, no, uh, it was just a little. Just an observation. Observation. Is there body. a record for it? What's the biggest head? Like, if they made bobblehead versions of the three of us, they'd be like they'd just, be to scale. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, <laughs> No, Leland's head's way bigger than yours. I bet you Andre. No, no, I'm saying the bobblehead to like to the, the you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. not 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 scale to each other, scale to their human model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying here? Yeah, like I, I get it. I get the joke. Like I have trouble finding hats. I don't know if you have the same problem. 
so hard. Yeah. No, you, you can you can wear you can wear snapback hats there. Yeah, you were with the last on the last thing, like on the, the last, last snap. Snap. Yeah. And who yeah. wants to do that? There's, there's no, there's no uh, power no. In, in that last no. snap. No, it's no. Like, the hat's barely on. It's a tenuous yeah. uh, <laughs> grip on on safety. Do you? Could you? You could probably get. I feel like you could get cowboy hats. Like, like, you, you but, like maybe, maybe not off the shelf, but I feel like if you went to a cowboy hat store, there'd get be tailor made. They'd have to make it on your head. There'd be like a large mm-hmm. diameter cowboy hat. Because I remember going to my my dad. Is really obsessed with cowboys mm-hmm. or like cowboy aesthetic. Like he wears cowboy boots. He mm-hmm. has multiple cowboy hats. He has a pretty big head, also. And like when you go he lives into on a ranch, when you go mm-hmm. into the into the cowboy hat store, there's like racks of like multiple diameter hats. Yeah, I, I, we can find hats at a hat store, right? Who's got that kind of scratch? You know, you know. And how many hat stores are there? Right. I can think Haberdash. I can think of you know one down on St. Catherine there. Right. Probably find which I still yet to set foot into. It seems like a nice place. Radomski gave me a card for that place years ago. Oh, I've never Radomsky. went in. You guys should do a YouTube <laughs> series. <laughs> you guys should do a YouTube series where it's just finding a hat for Leland, where you go to all the different stores to be like, find a hat for Leland at Walmart. Anyway, uh, on Monday Monday <laughs> night, I got uh, an email from the lovely Stephanie Morin Robert. Mm-hmm. She's artist liaison over at uh, the Fringe Fest. Mm-hmm. She put her eye in my drink once. Yeah, we had her on a, <laughs> on a, a night fight once as a guest. Mm. She's yeah. a, a dancer, like modern dancer, and okay. she has a show, Me, Myself, and I, and uh, we had her on to promote that once on night fight. On night fight. Night, yeah. fight. night fight. Not a brunch fight, fight a night fight. No. Right. And uh, it said, yo, uh, 11 fucking losers dropped out, and right. it's your turn. Yeah. It's your turn, Bear Man. And I said, yes, let's do this. But not, now I saw not, the But emails. not let's do this because that's Deanne's show. It was, she had a show that by that name, yeah. Right. So, But you're not doing let's it's do this. It's a common phrase, though. So like, I feel I can still use it even though okay. she... Okay, okay. Uh, I would say, if anything, that we're like covering the work of Deanne Smith. Covering? <laughs> like it's going to be... That's what the show <laughs> It's is. a Deanne Smith cover it's show? It's a Deanne Smith cover show. <laughs> Leland and I interpreting Deanne's material. <laughs> do you guys know what you're doing yet? Or like, or do you only have... Do you have a... Is it, uh, no, we got a pretty solid idea. I don't know. Like, I, you know, we didn't really do much of a pre-interview, so I don't know how... We were, after this, going to like sort of get get our, our thoughts together. on. Yeah. You want to do but, it on the show? Uh, uh, yeah, but... Like, <laughs> <laughs> we could just fill fill up the podcast well, with you guys figuring out. Is what, if, be... what if someone else takes our idea though? Right. Okay, but then it'll be very clear where they took it from. They'd be like, "Oh, you listened to the podcast and took my idea." I feel that there's some sort of copyright. Well, we're basically stealing other, other ideas anyway. Yeah. So, so it's not that. Do you want to want to give us a, a taste? A it'll soup, be a familiar a if you know us. If you've seen our our previous work, it'll be a familiar theme. Okay, so with a fresh new spin. Yeah. So is there gonna is there gonna be fight in the title? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> is there gonna be Bear Man? Is it gonna be Walter Jailing fights Bear Man at brunch? <laughs> uh, I think no. that's actually the show. Uh, I might be a better, <laughs> show. better idea. This is just a, that imagine like imagine if you guys just did do you uh, you get like an hour spot or a half hour spot or is hour. it kind of up to you? Mm-hmm. I was gonna a say full that. hour. If you just at, at uh, Petit Campus, just, you put up four fingers when you said a full hour, four fifteen-minute <laughs> slots all jammed yeah. together, brother. <laughs> Each finger, as we all know, represents fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Imagine if your show was just like a forty-five-minute choreographed fight, like every yeah, every, so that, that happens seven times throughout the duration of yeah, the exactly. Season. It's just like a completely complex, well choreographed fight scene. <laughs> So breakaway tables and stuff. And It'd like, be the best. Yeah. I'd go to it all seven times. <laughs> <laughs> and look for discrepancies in the, yeah, in the exactly. choreography. Like, you fucked up. You fucked up. That's wrestling, basically, is what you're saying. Is you want us to put on a wrestling show. <laughs> yes. Um, with a mm. one-match card. <laughs> exactly. Bearman versus Walter J. Ling. <laughs> I get injured every single time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Very bloody. Like, like of, shoot injured. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. So... So yeah, so that's uh, that's exciting. It's pretty exciting. That's a good little tease. I'm uh, I'm pumped. Yeah, like I we're both pretty busy people, so it's a yeah. little it's a little remarkably uh, busy. It's a little scary, but mm-hmm. I th- I feel like you know with two with two of us, I think we can split the promotional yeah. requirements. Yeah, we're gonna rely heavily on on getting other people to do a lot of work for us for minimal compensation. Not gonna be me. 
telling you that right now. <laughs> so you're saying that now, but you just you wait. Yeah. Just you wait. What I'm do you think you're doing right now, Chief? Oh, fuck. Hey! <laughs> I gave you that Bear Man brunch fight idea. <laughs> fuck. Mike Ward was never even contacted. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> I was going to say, uh, when is, when's Fringe Fest? I don't even know if I'm in town. Or is it end of June? I'll be in town. No, it's like earlier June. Mid-June. Uh, so June 12th to 21st. That's, okay. the, that's the run of the... See, because I think they're, they're doing that thing where they have like a week of oh. pre... Pre stuff, and know? then there's like a week of post stuff too. No, no, no. Well, there's some no. stuff. No, oh, that's anyway, the main, I'm the thinking main, of Zoofest. The main shows, and there's a week of me putting my dick in things. <laughs> <laughs> what month is that in, though? <laughs> it's just spread out over the whole fucking year. You know? I was just gonna say, I was like, it's Leland's time of the month. It's <laughs> 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 the week where he puts his dick in things. Comes once a month. It's on his. Uh, on his schedule. <laughs> oh, he's putting it in honey now. Oh. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, guys, I'm getting ants. Hide the peanut butter. <laughs> so much, there's so many dick-shaped imprints in all of my food. <laughs> it's anything that you could leave an imprint in, like in the watermelon and the cantaloupes. Mm, yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> Warmed up an eggplant. <laughs> so what <laughs> else do you have coming out of an eggplant. <laughs> So we have that to look forward to. Mid-June, uh, do you call it Untitled Beckman Lang Project? Yes. Yep. Right? Uh, more closer to home, closer to the air date of this uh, spectacular podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Um, my next big show is a show that uh, it's at the Brass Door. I don't know. Do you still produce that show, or Walter? Or are you, yes. Are you on the In theory. I haven't hosted the last two. Okay. I haven't hosted the last two because okay. of my commitments to the other thing. But like, the other thing. I still like book it and sort of, yeah. yeah. Are you trying to say the other thing like it's a mystery? The comedy works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, we did an entire episode about you yeah. <laughs> being the promoter for I don't want to make it all about me here. Uh, it's not... It's right. not uh, so yeah, so you're but doing yeah, a Rastor show, Rastor comedy uh, show. I'm headlining that one. That's yeah. pretty cool. I'll have a nice like long little segment at the end to play a bunch of songs, and uh-huh. they've upgraded the uh, sound system there since the last time I was I was on stage there. So I, that's my understanding. Since the first time, there's now a sound system or something. Seems like it's news to Walter. Yeah, it's giving me that <laughs> bug eye face. Friend, I, I, I friend of the show, Brastor. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh. J- uh Talking about April seventeenth. So this fr- is two Fridays Friday. from now. Yeah. So it's like not this Friday, not tomorrow not in podcast t- world. Right. One week from now. Exactly. Do you know who else is on the card? We got uh, one of the Jacobs is there. I think Jacobs Tchirsky. I think I saw on the card. <laughs> one of the Jacobs. Um, they really need to make a comedy duo called the Jacobs. Nope. <laughs> Why? You want me to pull it up? It's like my two. It's like the two. What was that show? My two Jakes. My two, like, the, the well, two, no, that, the two Jakes. That was the sequel to Chinatown. Oh, was it? I, I was just thinking of Jacob Tutu and the Hooded Fang. Mm, two Jacobs and the Hooded Fang. Wang. You know what I'm saying? Hooded Wang. Hey-o. Hey, that's save, the foreskin. Save it, save it for the fringe show. You know? Hey. <laughs> hooded Wang. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> for which will obviously European one of, Wang. One of your characters <laughs> in the nonstop fight extravaganza <laughs> will be the Hooded Wang. Yeah, it's written by Mordecai Richler. Yeah. So, yeah, we got... Um, Sorry, Jake. Mordecai Dickler. Yeah, Mordecai Dickler. <laughs> the return the return of a, a fictitious character in the... So there's no Jacobs on this show at all. We got wow. <laughs> <laughs> you, took, you took a shot in the dark, and it seemed fair, right? There well, were two of them. There's Kevin Schustak, and that's kind of like Jacob Staczewski, but that's why I was that's why I misremembered. Anyway, we've got J.C. Surrett. Uh, he's funny. He usually does French. Sarah Quinn, she's lovely. She's does a lot of puns. She was over at my house for the Super Bowl. I yeah, think, as you were. I was there too. Kevin Schustak, Louis Grimes, and uh, Simran Sandu. Mm-hmm. Is Louis Grimes related to Grimes the musician? Yep. <laughs> that checks out. That seems like it's mm-hmm. a a real thing. Yeah, I feel like some of these people I haven't actually met before, so I'm looking they're forward uh, to uh, they're, they're they're younger upstarts. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting we them. We refer to them uh, uh, as uh, upstarts. Okay. Yeah. But uh, uh, what do you like? They'll pay their dues, so to speak. Pay their dues, yeah. which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. is just twenty dollars to the headliner. Right. Or right? Fi- find something to put my dick in. Exactly. Yeah. If you're ever 
starting comedy. Mm-hmm. And they, it's not one of those things that the promoter's going to tell you or that, mm-hmm. uh, like, anybody's ever really going to vocalize. But something mm-hmm. that, like, I'm not really in the comedy scene since I hang out with you guys. Mm-hmm. I kind of have become familiar with it. That it's customary for, like, openers and middlers for the first few shows to just give money directly to the headliner. Um, yeah, well, if... if it's or something to put their dick in. Right. You bring me, you know, a, probably a peanut butter jar is going to be... Uh, cheaper than 20 bucks. Cheaper than 20 bucks. Right. But if you can't make... If you can't stop by the store on the way... 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Exactly. I'll wrap it around my dick. Exactly. What about a uh, a jar of pennies? Could, oh, that's... Could gonna, be both. That's going to hurt. Right? Because it could be $20 worth of pennies. $20 of pennies. And you could put your dick in it. Oh. Yeah, like that's... You'd put your dick in the jar of pennies? Yeah. Hopefully it's like not a full jar. Like maybe there's like a little bit of wiggle room. Well, exactly. There's got to be some some room. It's not not like a packed jar. It's not like it's going to be loose. So I'll put my dick in and I'll shake it around a bit so that the pennies surround my dick. Yeah. Maybe maybe you put it in, you you put your, you put your flaccid penis in a jar. Oh, then you get hard in the pennies? And then you fill, then you fill pennies up around it and Uh like that action kind of makes you get hard within the pennies. Yeah, exactly. That is quite erotic. Yeah. Yeah. That's especially since pennies aren't legal tender anymore, so right. you just do what you want with it's them. Fucking forbidden fruit. Exactly. Right. They're just yeah. just like okay, yeah. it brings a whole new meaning to pen, like penny pusher. And your dick tastes like penny a battery pusher. for a week, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, pennies, yeah. From, pennies from heaven. That old story. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that expression comes from. <laughs> yeah, it was, the expression was actually penis from heaven originally. Yeah, exactly. Then it was then someone surrounded their penis with pennies and then it became <laughs> pennies from heaven. That's, that's uh, so. That's some folklore for you, right there. Uh, yeah, etymology. If your mom never yeah. taught you that, the old friend shows really coming together. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just gonna go and just play back this episode. And be like, yeah, pennies from heaven. Hey, I'm sitting like a theater guy, huh? I'm sitting like yeah, exactly. Guy. You're in like full recline over there. Yeah. Yeah. We're all very comfortable yeah. here on the couch. Except I come here more often, so it's not as weird. It's true, he comes here once a year to record and a podcast sits, and sits like a creep on your couch. <laughs> I've known him for a long time, though. Yeah, so no, he's a good okay. guy. It's <laughs> <laughs> good time. It's good, good guy. No, but I'm I'm excited about that. I don't always get to headline shows, so it's uh, it's kind of fun for me to, to close the show. And, I think uh, Mike has been really like, you know, Mike has really been saying we should we should get Leland back on because yeah. from the like you you did you were on like the first show that we yeah, did or something, very first one, yeah. and it was just and you kind of got like sandwiched in there, and we wanted to sort of like give you some some breathing room and have you do your thing. Yeah, and the se- well, the sound system wasn't set up yet, so like no one could hear it, and so everyone was just talking, and uh, it wasn't the the I had to yell, mm. and uh, people get when I yell, people get scared. And that's brass door at brass door, oh no, that's copper. Never mind. I was gonna say it's made of pennies. Mm. That's not. That's copper. I fucked it up. There is copper in brass, though. That's one of the ingredients. One of the ingredients. Yeah, brass, brass cop- is not a pure metal. It's a co- it's a uh, compound compound or what's the what's the word when it's metal composite alchemy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're referring to alchemy. It's copper and zinc, I believe. Yeah, an alloy. Alloy. That's there what it is. is. There it is. Ding ding ding. Wow, Walter busted out <laughs> alloy. <laughs> Where'd you get that word from, Walter? What was that? What what rang it? What where did it come from? No, I know stuff. I'm not completely retired. Was it like from a science book or was it from Maybe. like a science fiction I mean, I book? Know, like this is only your first beer. Yeah. Night, so. <laughs> I, pulled up, I pulled up some high school science. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Alloy. <laughs> so. Uh, also in the. What was uh, your favorite. Um, hmm? What was your favorite uh, <laughs> class in high school? <laughs> Walter uh, was high school science. Was your, your favorite thing to do in high school? Was English go language to science. arts, buddy. Huh? English language arts, buddy. Engl- English language arts. I love that L.A. you had on your calendar. L.A. language arts. It's reading. And then followed by phys ed. Really? Sure, why not? Big phys ed guy? I, liked, I liked most of them. Like, uh, I was I was, um, I was in the math back then. You're a mathlete? Um, I liked English as well. Did you ever do the math mathletics competitions? They didn't call it that. But there was a competition. It was like a Euclid math competition or something like that. Okay, because because uh, math mathletes, mm-hmm. at least as they were presented, American to, thing, isn't it? No, no, no. We had the mathletics. We had mathletics in our school. It was like very like it wasn't just paper math. It was like mm-hmm. you had to like build a robot on a time limit and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like some engineering and some physics and. What was the name of your high school? 
It was Kingston Collegiate and Vocational Institute, KCVI. Kingston Collegiate and Vocational Institute. That I doesn't think, sound like a high school. That sounds yeah, like, it sounds like a like, continuing education or like adult sounds, type kind of thing. Did place. you learn to be a carpenter? It was uh, the first uh, secondary school in Ontario. It was very it was quite old. Oh, so they were like, so that's like an old-timey name. So yeah. they were just sort of like, what's 12 years old and not working the farm yet? <laughs> Get a real job at a vocational yeah. institute. <laughs> You're just sort of like, I'm 12. I guess I'll go and learn a vocation. And I guess that was grades 8 through 12? In uh, Ontario, at that time, it was started at 9. and it went oh, so to you say like a junior high you went to? Yeah, like seven, and eight, style? 7 and 8 was junior high. Right. Yeah. And then 9, 10, 11, 12, OAC. My year was the last year of OAC. That was OAC. It's like grade 13, basically. What does that stand for? Ontario Academic Credit, I believe. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, sort of like SEJEP, where you have a sort of preparatory... Like, Is it still in the same building, though? Yeah. I'd be so fucking sick of that building. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm a 20-year-old in school with children. No, no, I was 18, you know, it's like... No, you had to be... Sejep, you're still older than OAC. At the end of Sejep, I believe. I don't know. Anyway, no, no, because you do... You, if you're do 11, Sejep is essentially 12 and 13. Right. So you finished around the same age. And you're, so you're like 19, 19, 20 when you finish. But now they don't have 12... They don't have OAC anymore in Ontario. They just stop at 12, and that's it. And we don't have, like, Sejep. So when I went to university here in Quebec, I had to do, like, an extra year of prerequisites at Concordia to, like, get my... Sejep credits going. That's that sucks. You basically ended up with another year of school. Yeah. For like just because you went to Ontario, like because they were like because like basically Sejep is twelve and thirteen, and you can go straight to university, no questions asked. You did twelve and thirteen, and they're like, oh, do another year. Yeah. You're like, it's because I came to Quebec, the only province that requires that extra. Yeah. And also, I found that too when I was in Concordia that there's even. With that preparatory stuff or whatever, still a lot of the like 100 level classes are like geared towards people that haven't done Sejep. Like my mm. some of my initial classes, they were like teachers were just like, "Who here is a like a Quebec Sejep graduate?" And we'd like raise our hands and they'd kind of ask us what it was a Sejep graduate. Like if we were like creative arts or something, I said liberal arts, and they were like, "Just skip the first two three weeks because it's going to be like learning to use the library and write essays." Like we're going to like go Dude, through man, that. I, I swear to God, and I don't know if this was your experience too, but yeah. like. Three years of Concordia, up until like the third year, they just there was, told you there to was skip always the there was weeks. there was always a class because I did I was doing like a minor in poli sci too, and there was like always a freaking class where they would like take you and teach you research methods and teach you how to use like how to do citation and like you should in the library. I'm like, yeah, exactly. how are we still doing this? I'm like sixth semester in. Like, well, yeah. well what did you do in Sejep? What's that? What did you do in Sage? The Barts. Yeah. You know the worst is in liberal arts. <laughs> did you do liberal arts at Dawson? Yeah. yeah. Yes, you know this. <laughs> I clearly have forgotten. Talked it. about this many times. Because yeah, that's and you know that some of the teachers hate me. And but it's how like the liberal arts did, did they did you guys do this crazy abridged research methods where they're like, just don't come to class. Just combine your two essays from world history or medieval history and then just do it. Our research yeah, method. Yeah. Yeah. You only had to go like once a week instead of three times a week yeah, to the class. Great. It's pretty great because they were like, "You're liberal arts students. Like, writing papers is what you do in all of your classes yeah. all the time. Yeah, no, it really having was. a separate obligatory ca- class to r- learn to write papers is just wasting everyone's time. It was the best. I was like, "Thanks for treating me like adults. I'll proceed to go to none of your classes a week, even though I only need to go to one." But you also went to university in Ontario. I did for a year. I went to Ryerson, right, for theater productions like backstage theater stuff really pre or post becoming a doctor of bearman uh, i was bearish back then <laughs> uh but wore a lot of black as a as a backstage technician kind of guy right you, like, like tight fitting like form fitting black like <laughs> turtlenecks <and> like. <laughs> nothing but turtlenecks and spandex yeah. that was um, the yeah i wanted to be a stage manager and like lighting guy that kind of stuff but it turned out that it wasn't for me, and I dropped out, and I moved back to Kingston for a few years, and like paid off that huge debt that I got for one year of university. Seriously, it's like nine thousand dollars, ninety five hundred for like one year, for, you know, uh, of loans. You know, that's bullshit. To live in, I just spent a lot of it at uh, strip clubs, <laughs> Ontario strip clubs too. So yeah. you're like, what am I doing? And you could still smoke cigars in there. So we like me and my buddy would smoke cigars and drink whiskey in a twenty dollar dance strip club, basically. 
I mean, it doesn't sound like the worst of times. Certainly. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was potentially uh, like it sounds more fun than maybe being a backstage theater tech. It's a life experience. And I made some good friends and uh, a you lot know, of enemies. And it, it, it's 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 uh, <laughs> some good friends, and I can't step foot in Ryerson again. Yeah. <laughs> and it was cool to live in Toronto for a year. Like I got to know the city and and how how shitty it is if you're poor there. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, moved back to Kingston. Then yeah, but how poor could you be if you were getting twenty dollar dances and drinking whiskey in the strip club? Well, you know. Student loans got to go somewhere, you know. Yeah. <laughs> could could have been living it up instead of just being at the strip clubs all the time. Howard, like, have you been? To, do you do? You, have you ever been to, to like frequented Montreal strip clubs with that frequency? I used to. How do they back com- in the day? How like, do they rate them? Are they like much not, better in Montreal? Is it like not that frequently? But I used to go every once in a while. Yeah. I've I got out of them because they just I stopped having fun. And they're very expensive. Well, they're ten. They're ha- ten bucks a dance here. Okay. And you can uh, touch their boobies here. That's exciting. So it's much closer to prostitution here. <laughs> it's cheaper uh, with more contact. Closer yeah. to the desperation is much more evident. And it's like closer to the source. Like all, like a lot of Canada's, or a lot of Ontario's anyways, strippers come from Quebec, I, believe, I, think, I feel like. Okay. Um, so they're just like- so depressing. Like they're just, it's, if you go there because you're lonely... And you just come out way lonelier. Way lonelier, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine that's like very because I've only ever been to basically strip clubs for bachelor parties where it's mm. like you're usually a big group of people. You're mm. not there to just kill time. You're there because it's like an event or whatever. Right. And I, I've known people too who are just like, like I've seen the like I know a guy who would literally like go to Super Sex for the lunch buffet and mm. watch some girls dance. Mm-hmm. And I would really just be, terrible lunch buffet though. I did it once, <laughs> just just once, for the sake of it. Yeah, but we'd for, do it for lunch, and it was. We'd do it like a couple of times a week to just, and I'm like, what is, what is that? A couple like, of times a week? Yeah, mm. I lived nearby, worked nearby, and just that'd be that'd be his lunch. How hour. did you guys ever go to Les Amazons on Saint Jacques? You ever go? I, I've been there. You have been there? How's yeah. that? It's uh, it's 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 comfortable. They have like, <laughs> <laughs> they have nice leather couches there. Yeah. yeah, I've always been. You know, like you know, I'll be coming out of the super C. I'm like, should I? Do I go in? Do you think they'd mind the groceries? Like, <laughs> you come in with the bags of groceries. Yeah, like, I'm just here for a dance. Like, uh, we'll make it quick. There's like dairy in here. Like. Exactly. Unless you want to possibly incorporate some of the groceries into whatever you're doing, and then we can negotiate. Right. I feel like you use some of my food. I get a discount on the dance. Everybody goes home happy, sir. Leave right now, but I got bananas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah strip clubs—you know—it's not that fun anymore. I went to. It's a, fun, like when you're—you haven't seen a naked woman in, in a few years, and you just feel the need to see a naked woman like in the flesh. Then it's cool that that is an option for you. You know what's really funny is that this is the this is exactly what Regis talked about the last time he was on Letterman. I was going to say on our show. <laughs> Last time Regis was on our show, yeah, he's just talking about like ogling naked women. I went to a strip club. Okay, one time, in uh, I was in St. John, New Brunswick for work, and the people who I were there with work were all from Montreal, and we were like, let's go to the one strip club in St. John, New Brunswick. We were there for I think two or three weeks, and we were like, let's do it. And finally, the second we had a weekend. That was it. Our last day of work, like on assignment, was on the Friday, but we only flew out on the Monday, so we had like a whole weekend where we were not even remotely for work so we were like let's tear it up in St. John New Brunswick mm-hmm. and went to the run strip club weird things on St. John New Brunswick I don't St. John New Brunswick right? yeah, yeah yeah I don't know if this is a, just something that the girls chose mm-hmm. or if this is like a law or whatever but none of them took their bottoms off mm. and I was just kind of like we're like and I was like it was like me and like the the two colleagues I was with and like including a girl well, and she was they, like but that's, a, sep- take your but that's a separate category though isn't that wouldn't, wouldn't that be considered a topless bar isn't that? Isn't there like? Probably. That's like a, but they would come out in clothes and dance and remove the clothes. I still and sometimes that, they would have two underwears on, one very, very like flimsy. That sounds more like a legality thing. I feel like there's like yeah. different. Like it was as close to naked as they could get, but they would never get full naked. There's some states like that where you you, you know it's it's illi- you can't have bottoms off. Yeah, exactly. Have, pasties, probably. no pasties. No pasties. No pasties. Like they would get as and sometimes like multiple underwear, like an underwear. But they would take off and then have smaller underwear underneath. Also, the, the f- hilarious part is like their stripper outfits just seem to be like 
neon stuff you could buy at Walmart. Like, because I was like, and I, I was like, yeah, I guess there's not really the the place to get the outfits in St. John, New Brunswick. Doesn't exist. It just was like looked like slutty Walmart clothes. Mm. It was that was a very and like the the chairs were like those steel and plastic like cafeteria chairs. Those were the chairs in the strip club. Mm-hmm. Now, Leland, you're opening a strip club, right? That's what you're plugging today, right? <laughs> well, Isn't if it? I'm not mistaken, <laughs> your friend show is going to be a strip show, yeah, yeah. where the two of you. For $20 a dance. <laughs> Strip. That's right. Right? There's going to be two private booths, one person at a time, 20 bucks a song. Mm-hmm. Walter and... Well, the, you know, you can't charge more than 10 bucks at the Fringe Fest, so it's... Is it? That, that's the limit. 10 is the yeah. limit? 12 with the admission? Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. I had an opportunity to go to a strip club recently because I'm going to a wedding this weekend and my buddy <laughs> had, a, had a bachelor party mm-hmm. a couple weekends ago. And I ditched before the before they went to the strip club. Didn't even set foot in there. No, because like, because uh, I'm I have a new lady friend. Yes. These days, and uh, I was like, you know, let's uh, let's not fuck that. Let's let's not fuck that up. Let's like. Uh, yeah, I've never I've never paid for a private dance, despite the like number of times I've been in a strip club. Because mm-hmm. I feel that 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 is where my line gets crossed. I'm like. Now I'm paying for sexual favors. If I'm just in the place mm-hmm. and there's the dancing going on, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have a problem with that. I'm like, there's no like weird infidelity. But I'd feel like there's some infidelity if I paid for a private mm-hmm. dance. That's no. where I feel that there'd be like, I'm like, now I'm paying you for sexual favors. If I'm just like paying an entrance fee, what like a spectacle kind of, of dancing everywhere. What if, like, what if you're the kind of guy, though, who who walk into like a strip club and as soon as like, you know, your foot, you're, you're in through the door mm-hmm. and, you, and you see some boobs, you just blow a load in your pants. Like, does that, mm. or should you, like, does that count as infidelity? Like, mm. No, because then you're just, I don't think there's anything really <laughs> like, I know there was an old man masturbating in a bathroom one time at a strip club. Well, of course. Exactly. And I was like, Where this guy's not he, cheating I mean, at least, on anybody. At least he went to the bathroom. You yeah, know? I feel you know that you would get very kicked out if you just whipped it out and started jerking off in the right? main room. In the main room? You know? Absolutely. I saw a guy giving another guy a blowjob at, like, at a bar in the in the village once. It was like Unity or Stereo, one of those bars. Was it like yeah. right at the bar? It was at a couch like off to the side upstairs. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've seen oh, that. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, like I think gay people know what they're doing. Like This is... <laughs> <laughs> I never even came close to getting a blowjob in a fucking bar before. This is, this is where it's at. Yeah. I've gotten a blowjob in like a in a stall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, from a that's from a woman in Quebec City. Mm. <laughs> Pro tip to uh, anybody who's having a hard time picking up women: just go to Quebec City, be yeah. from Montreal, and <laughs> it won't be that difficult. Quebec guys will get very mad at you though because they're all like bros and jocks. Hmm. And they're like, what are you doing here, city boy? And we're like, stealing your women. And that's how Quebec City goes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are stories of Quebec City. Mm-hmm. I went to Quebec City with Phil once. Yeah. And did, you just, just, did you just pick up women all over, all over town? No, I got really high and watched uh, Roger Waters and just didn't pick up any women. Into the Plains of Abraham. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <like laughs> time. Yeah, it was... Yeah, there was not much picking up of women that happened that day. <laughs> hey, what's your plan for the 4th of July? Are you just going to assume that you're going to get contact high? Like, Oh, yeah, no. Well, because we're going, Phil, uh, Keith and I, we're going to the the, the gimmick there. And the, uh, mm-hmm. We're going to the Foo Fighters the playing Foo 4th Fighters. of July spectacular. Like, I'm certainly not going to bring no, with No, me I don't think you're, or Whatever, you're not going to be in my car anyway. So do what you want, but I feel that that's stupid. And then like, I, I probably also won't try to like buy any there either because it's like, what's the point of that? But like, what's the point of that? I think well, you, I know what the point is. I think is, you know what's like, the point. But it's like that. it gets weird. And you don't want to like. I don't want anything that'll like that that that'll bring me like remotely close to getting busted. But if I'm next to someone and <laughs> and it happens to be, be offered, like, yo, you rocking pot? You rocking a J? You rocking a J, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll be like, get away from me, narc. And there's gonna be like a motorcycle rally and stuff yeah. too, so there should be all kinds of colorful characters. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, I thought we were talking about fireworks. There's also gonna be fireworks. Because I, I know I feel like you're banned from fireworks from your lady wife. Is that true as well? Within city limits. Uh-huh. Is it because of your run-in with the law, as detailed in hey, hey. Go Plug Yourself episode? Oh, we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah. 70 or something. I was about to say, I'm like, man, let's not talk about that on the pod, but we did. We had a whole <laughs> podcast about that. Yeah, the Stephen Trepney uh, <sighs> re- 
double weekend bachelor party revival. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit because of that. A little bit because of that. She was like, Walter, you've crossed the line. I got too drunk that I forgot that I was going to. Like, I had people who were excited for it and people who were going to assist me in it. But we were going to light fireworks off of my balcony at Keithmas and we forgot. They were out. They were on the thing. You could do bottle rockets. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. nothing nothing loud and explosive, but bottle rockets would just be like, foop, 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 and it's like into a How parking lot. How did you get lot? too drunk for that? Like it's not that we got like too drunk to do it. No, I, you know what I'm saying that I'm asking that I'm like I know I, I know exactly how. And it's not like we got too drunk to like be capable of it. We just got drunk enough that we forgot that that was the yeah. plan. Like you know what happens at Keithmas? Everybody starts getting presents, and then it's like all crazy, and you start playing with your toys. Oh, I, I don't know what happens at Keithmas. You've been to a Keithmas? I don't think I am. Are you sure? Anyway, uh, I know I invited <laughs> you to this one. You were out of town. Oh, was I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were back home. So that counts. <laughs> I, I thought you'd been to one maybe two years ago um i i've been hesitating to bring this up with you walter uh because i know that this might get you killed eventually (laughs) uh but this summer and this is something that i would decided not to bring up for your bachelor party because we we went to a cottage where this could have happened but in the summer before your bachelor party i was at another cottage in ontario and I was introduced to a new technique of uh, pyrotechnics where you so th- you build up a really big fire in the pit in the fire pit and like put make a like a one like a log cabin of, with sure. the logs you know yeah, yeah. you know that way yeah. of building the fire you get some gasoline oh, in a in a wine bottle and with the uh, with the with the screw top and you poke a hole with a knife in the top the of in the cap, and the cap's like a little bit tight, but not too tight. Right. And then you put that in the center of the fire, and it heats up. Walter's it... trying to do that right now. <laughs> like he's like he's he found some wood and he's building a little, a little log uh, cabin. Uh, so, so it heats up. The gasoline heats up and it starts shooting out like a like a like a like a maybe liquid a, fire. Like maybe three or four foot. Uh, jet of fire. Jet of fire. Because it's spraying out the top of the wine bottle. Right. And then, once it gets hot enough, it explodes. And it, like it, like, a, like a, a fireball like in the air. But that doesn't glass go everywhere? Dangerous. What's that? Doesn't glass go everywhere? You, it goes well, it's in, contained within the log cabin, yeah. I guess. I feel there still could be some glass that goes. Yes, it's amazingly dangerous. Like, it, the glass doesn't do. break too much. It's the top that pops off. And that's what goes. And, but if you have the cap on too tight, I'm sure that then you'd get glass everywhere. No, it just continues to. Be the jet. To, to the jet, yeah. Uh, Do you have a special? Is there a special name for it? Like when when you can when YouTube the, this, by the way, and it's, when, on, it's on YouTube. When this these is a people, thing multiple people do. Oh yeah. When these people did it, did they have like a, a name for it? Did they call it like a like a like a flamey a flaming Roger or something? Or like, <laughs> uh, it's called being so, really stupid and drunk. They were like, it's "Do the like, wine bottle thing." Yeah. Who are you with? Uh, this guy Jared Budlin was doing it. He, <laughs> he learned it in North Carolina, I think. Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds like a Carolina <laughs> thing. Walter, we have an interesting, uh, an interesting dilemma. We're coming up at forty minutes. Oh yeah. And then we could ask Leland the same five questions we've asked. Well, let me plug my other thing first. Multiple times. Okay, wait. We just you got two other things. I think. Okay, Leland yeah. has been clutching a, uh, a tattered piece of paper in his hand for some time now yeah it's my flyer that got in my pocket here and it's gotten folded up it's, uh i got a show coming up april 23rd april 23rd that's a thursday thursday at the wiggle room and it's called life lessons oh the life lessons is gonna be the wiggle room yeah oh cool so we used to do that at theater st catherine but that's really expensive to do it there and then we did one in Paula Flalo's house as a. Uh, we're gonna try to release that as I a was po- there. as a podcast. I Walter did yep. one. We're gonna, and is that out? Is that available to not, listen to? Not out yet, but yeah. I, yours is really good. So I, that's gonna be out as a podcast. And I think we're gonna try to record this one as well. Cool. This is gonna be a live show at the Wiggle Room. There's gonna be a lot of drinking of whiskey, and storytelling, sort of conversational storytelling. And Keith Waterfield is the I've host. I've never known so. Keith to drink very much during these. <laughs> <laughs> He gets so slobby. (laughs) (laughs) Keith Waterfield, who has only ever been on this show as part of our our Drunken New Year's festivities. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) At my pleasure. Slash Leland's birthday. Um, But it's a really really cool show. It's my other talk show. I have a talk show with Walter called Night Fight. Your other, other talk show. And this is Life Lessons with Keith Waterfield. Waterfield. And you're the Regis of Go Plug Yourself. Right? I have so many roles. (laughs) 
Man of many bearskins. But yeah, check out the the Wiggle Room website for that. And um, is there is there a uh, dirty show coming up that you know of? Or? Yeah, we do. I'm do, that's a new thing I've been doing. Past, uh, the, the third one just happened, and it was a big success. You have to, that was the third one. Yeah, I did. The first one was last year in like uh, this, uh, November. Okay. Then January, and uh, now the next one is in May. It's last Thursday of May. Doing it every couple of months. And I don't have the headliner booked yet, but uh, Stephen Trippanier is going to do a spot. Cool. And we, I have the band with me. We do songs in between each act. Um, Get the Steve, band back together. Steve Patrick Adams, he's from Toronto. He's going to be, he's going to be on that show too. He's going to be in the works this weekend. I would. He's I would, really good, eh? I would respectfully ask for a spot. Yeah. I only have a small thing that I do, which involves uh, building like a little log house out of mm-hmm, wood mm-hmm. and a wine bottle no. yeah. and gasoline. It's not an inside I think thing. it's a very good. It's, it's a very strong <laughs> piece of performance art, <laughs> and I will lie down in such a way that it looks like it's my dick that's shooting out. Oh. See, there's your fringe show right there. There we go. Yeah, exactly, and then I will <laughs> explode, and I will get glass in my dick, <laughs> and then I will say. Because I bleed from my dick. Right. Fire fire blood. From your charred dick. My yeah. charred... From the charred remnants glass dick. embedded dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, and you thought putting your dick in panties hurt. Mm. That's what'll happen. So yeah, so what else, what, 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 what do you want to do for the five questions? Do you want to just ask Leland five questions? Or we could ask... I got it. We could ask Bear Man five questions. And they could answer as Bear Man. <laughs> I could do different answers than my last ones. I forget what my last ones are, but I can. But I feel that if you were, if you answered them truthfully, you'd, you'd still probably fall back on where your real question answers were. Well, I forget what the questions are. What, what are they? It's been a while since we've done the questions. Do you want to do the questions, Walter? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay, we'll do, let's, let's see. What, it'll be fun for for regular for for loyal listeners to see yeah. if the answers match up. There exactly. Go. This is uh, going to be a drinking game. For every question Leland gets wrong, a go plug yourself. You plug and mother plug. It's been so long that I I kind of don't remember all the questions. Question number one: uh, What's the uh, who's the greatest person ever? No, that's like the third. What one. did you want to be when you grew up? That's the one. Okay, I remember what I answered last time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did Bear Man want to be when he grew up? Uh, but, you know, Bear Man. When, when he was he, Bear Boy. Lost in the woods, abandoned by his rightful parents, uh, raised by a mama bear in the Adirondacks. Uh, he wanted to be alive. He didn't think he was going to survive. I was going to say alive. Yeah. I was, that's, what I was, that's what I thought of. But did, 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 did he realize that he was alive or was he not self-aware of that? Like, no, was he was he hoping like, when he, he grew up. He was like, I want to be alive like the flower. And you're like, you're speaking. Just not dead. <laughs> Just not dead. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Survive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, But he didn't think about thriving or flourishing. It was he, just day to day. Minute to minute. You know, he didn't have the 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 beast animals uh you know living in the present moment no concept of future uh but he didn't think he didn't he felt the future was bleak did he he'd have to he'd have to kill an abandoned half man half bear did he think about did you did he ever think about killing his mother and like climbing inside of her (sighs) no but he had to defend his mother against roving male bears who right. wanted to Bear uh, ki- uh, kill him so that his mother would start to menstruate again? Yeah, so, Lord. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, That's how that works. And you know, so he had to defend himself. So again, they'd be like, against... "I want to kill you, Bear Boy, yeah. so that your mother becomes fertile, yeah. so that I can make a new Bear Boy." You can see how he might only hope to to live through yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever, did, did he ever kill uh, another a male bear in protecting his mother? I had to kill uh, many bears with my. Bare hands. Bare hands. <laughs> Your bare bare as hands. It, yeah. As it were. <laughs> exactly. And uh, you know or you know, it's it's a rough life out there and you don't you don't think you're gonna make it. I also had to kill many uh, uh men, you know. Because right. hunting for prize hunters. Right. The bear man is the fucking that's the that's what you're going for when you're out there hunting. People, if you know it or not, if you're out hunting in the woods you're hunting bear man. <laughs> <laughs> and being hunted by bear man. Right, it's a dangerous. At the same time, you are the hunter and hunted. It's the most dangerous game. Most dangerous game. <laughs> uh, question number two is: What's the worst fashion choice you ever made? 
remember your initial answer? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, so what's the worst fashion choice Bear, Bear Man, Man ever made? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one time I, f- I found some campers mm-hmm. and I s- skinned them. As I kind of knew this is where it was headed and I was like, God damn yeah. it. <laughs> And I wore uh, their skin as a garment. and uh, One at a time or all together? You didn't coordinate, did you? No. No. One at a time or all together? You know, I mixed. It's like a three-piece <laughs> three suit. A three-piece man suit. <laughs> it was a very diverse uh, <laughs> camping situation. It was, like a camping, it was like a camping situation that was produced by Disney. <laughs> so it was just equal representation of you know, all races and... Genders. It was a real rainbow, and uh, I was clashing all over the place. Mm-hmm. I bet you that didn't help the being hunted situation. I feel that bear men wearing human flesh got hunted a lot. You know, in my sort of fugue uh, state, uh, bear man uh, confusion, I thought it would be good for camouflage. It doesn't make any you know, sense. You know, exper- when you, you experiment a lot as, as a bear man. In survival mode, you're just like, I'll yeah. blend in with the humans. Did you go to the mall like that? Yeah, and some things work and some things don't, you know? Yeah, can't go to the food court dressed in yeah. human skin. Can't get away with that. Who's the greatest person of all time? Uh, my savior, the guy, the man who uh, brought me out of the woods, mm-hmm. uh, Wally. Wally. Wally saved me. He 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 saw potential in, in, in this rogue bear man. Mm-hmm. Lost soul. Uh, he saw that I I could be a killing machine if harnessed properly. Right. And like Jet Li in that movie. And he, uh, yeah, but unchained. But three times unchained. as big. Right. Th- yeah. Three yeah. Times Obviously, Jet Li's not a big person. No. And uh, he made me the the man I am today. The bear man you are today. Yeah. Okay. So now I think we can answer the, the, those. Those are great. But now we have two questions from our previous guests. Our last episode, we didn't actually have the five questions because there was a, it was a, a wrestling spectacular mm. where uh, Nick Patterson, a.k.a. Nixon Stratish, and uh, PCP Crazy Manny were on the show. They didn't get the five questions. So yeah. these questions are coming. from someone? These, we have two questions. Okay. Because we had two guests on before that right. who were the stars of LARP's the series, the web series, currently mm. filming its season two. We got uh, Charlotte Rogers. Who plays Brittany, I want to say. Uh, if I'm wrong, I feel She's the promiscuous one? <laughs> I guess. Did you watch the show? Yeah. She's the one who Did hooks really? up with the guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she hooks up with the dude. Yeah. Exactly. She wears the elf ears. She's a little promiscuous. Yeah. She, they make out on a rock. Yeah. 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 Nice and hard. John Verrill, who plays nice the, the writer rock. and who plays Evan, who, who like who runs the show. Okay. Runs, runs the LARP. So... He's the master, so to speak. The game master. Yeah, the yeah. dungeon master. Yeah. His question was, are you familiar with the, the the Japanese story of Battle Royale? Yes. Okay. So we this came up in conversation that in the... I haven't read the book, but I, I watched the movie. In the manga mm-hmm. of all of them, uh, <laughs> because there's a book, movie, and a manga. In the manga, your starting weapon was determined by your uh like your social standing in school mm. so like losers got like spoons and like cute bimbo girls got like bazookas mm. so judging whatever character whatever strength of character you no, had in high school bimbo girls get the uh, the morning star or the uh the, the mace the thing with the chain with the ball and the that's spikes. a morning star someone gets a bazooka though someone gets like a machine gun or something anyway, anyway regardless yeah if you were in battle royal what yeah. would your weapon be I gotta go with machete. You get a machete. I, think I was a, I I I socialized with a lot of different groups. Right. But I I I was not very cool. Right. So I feel like I would have had a weapon that gave me a chance. Yeah. But middle of the pack. But also also, but you're like a big dude. So like yeah. Like I feel like you with a machete much scarier than me with a machete. Yeah, it would be a sharp machete. Yeah, it'd be a yeah. sharp machete yeah. that you could use to skin people yeah. alive with. Yeah, like a big club maybe. Big club, mm. like, a na- like with with a nail in it. Maybe, yeah. Nail bat. Machete, <laughs> machete is just machete hack, hacks through limbs like oh, nothing. Because it's also it can go through bone, right? Because it's meant to cut through yeah, like wood. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one one time someone told me a story about how they they saw a guy with a trench coat and they had like they, the trench coat kind of flapped open. 
Yeah, like, like a machete a, strapped to him. Machete with like on a string, like over his shoulder, huh. just like hanging off his shoulder underneath his trench coat. Yeah, for like easy access to like fucking have a machete, and that just struck my fancy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I would like to be him one day. Uh, all right. The next question mm-hmm. is: If you could choose any role, like in acting, yeah, and you would do it like just as good, if not better, than the original actor. So, like, if you're like, if you're like, I want to be Han Solo, and you were like, you will not in any way ruin Star Wars. You'll nail it as good as Harrison Ford or okay. better. Okay. So it's like it won't like if you're. If you feel like right. not not charged, like you're like oh, I don't know if I could do that role, you could. Okay. What would it be? I gotta go with Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. At the, the guy at the end. Uh, See, I thought you might have said the horror. I Brando. You said the bear from the film The Edge <laughs> with Alec Baldwin. And you're not really. You have the mic pointed away from you. You turn it. Yes, you do. Wrong. I can see how you are showing up on the levels. There you go. Better. Yeah, that's a little better. <laughs> that is a better answer, yeah. I the bear that. from the edge. <laughs> what about the bear from Gentle Ben? <laughs> A.K.A. Gentle Ben from Gentle, Gentle Ben. ben. <laughs> <laughs> but Kurtz from Apocalypse Now is your, your serious? Like, that would be your iconic role. Leland Beckman. You, like, clean-shaven and bald. That would be horrifying. Oh, my God. It <laughs> would be, like, absolutely horrifying. Put the spider on your head. He goes too far sometimes, you know. You're talking about the heads. You're talking about the heads. Yeah, I'll be the first one to say it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love that movie. And I'd be your Dennis Hopper any day. Oh, good. Thanks, man. I don't want to be, I don't want to be Martin Sheen because I don't want to be the guy that has to come and kill you. Right. right. But, like, I let you kill me kind of thing, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Kind of embraces death. Yeah. You gotta. At that point, <laughs> you gotta. Walter, did you did you say who who you'd be? I don't know. I don't know if we came up with this. Who would you be? The bear from the film The Edge with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I feel like I might have said John Wick, and I still feel like John Wick. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Either. I don't know if you've seen John Wick. I, but want, I want to. I feel like it would just be such. I'd be like instead of a cup of coffee, I would just watch myself as John Wick. Would sure, be the situation. John Wick right now. I just can't get enough calories, man. He's... <laughs> <laughs> We learned in this podcast. <laughs> Did you see Man of Tai Chi? Oh man! Yeah. What Man of Tai Chi? No. Oh, uh, he he played a bad guy. I saw that one there, the one where he was uh, like a pirate, or whatever. It's like um, fuck. Is it the one with Zombie Boy? Yeah, yeah, the one with Zombie Boy. Mm. He's like a Japanese pirate of some sort. Oh, I didn't catch that one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I can get. They're it. making John Wick too. Oh, so you got to get in. Got to get in now while no. the getting's good. Oh, good, John Wicker. Yeah, exactly. John <laughs> wicking it. <laughs> too wick. So, Walter, would you, you any role? Any role? What? Any role you could I, be. I, uh, CM Punk. See, wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin in film wrestling. Um, <laughs> no, but it's just any role. If you could be like Stone Cold Steve Austin from this year to this year, I would like to be him. <laughs> I would accept that. No, nah, it doesn't seem right. It seems like a cop that answer. It seems like the best answer. Do you have some favorite movies? Or? You could be yeah, in a show. It could be a show, right? All you could kinds be of favorite movies. I mean, you could I, I, be I, I, um uh maybe the, the guy from Chips. Uh, Eric Estrada? Eric Estrada. Oh. Tom Sizemore uh Tom Sizemore as Seymour Skagnetti in uh Natural Born Killers. Wow. That's nice. good. Yeah. Nice. I feel like I could really nail that part. That's a good one. Yeah. Tommy Sizemore. Tommy Sizemore. I feel like I would, uh, my would still go with John Wick. <laughs> still John Wick. Okay. <laughs> or possibly, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of like what, like, like it, my key, I keep going to John Wick. I can't come up with anything else. We're going to skip ahead. Tom Sizemore in the film Armageddon. Steve Buscemi in the film Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Buscemi in Boardwalk. Apparently, I read a great, okay, kind of going with, I read a great story, a great anecdote about Armageddon. Apparently, like Ben Affleck apparently went, goes up to what's his face, Michael Bay, right? At one point, and he says, "Wouldn't it make more sense for NASA to train, like you know, real astronauts how to drill, as opposed to <laughs> teaching like off like offshore drillers offshore how to drillers astronaut how to be an astronauts?" And Bay's like, "Shut up! <laughs> you, sh- you shut up! You shut the hell up!" <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Affleck. 
Fucking Michael Bay. All right. So, Bearman, you get, uh, once again, you get to ask a question of our future guest. Yay. May or may not be Mike Ward. I just thought of one. <laughs> Seeing your Game of Thrones uh, board game over right? there. Which I, I, I'd like to play that sometime. It's, it's an investment, though. I bet. It is a, it's like a four or five hour investment. I think this is a good question. Right. Who is going to win the Game of Thrones? Who's going to come out on top or, in, the, in the story? To be I've, like just, I'd, yeah. What happens if you get if they're like not a they don't know that at all? Who you think is going to be? Who? But we're saying that what if we but have someone who doesn't have Game of Thrones? Mythology, so this is going to be the this is who's going to come out on top is Game of Thrones question one. I feel okay. that you should maybe have a backup question. We might not use it, but if the person's like, "What's Game of Thrones?" I don't want to spend like. Yeah, the rest of the episode. TV show like, let me introduce board. you to a, a couple characters <laughs> for you to choose from. Well, there's the short guy, yeah, the short guy. The, ba- the dragon babe. Yeah. Uh, short guy's hot sister who fucks her her, her brother. There's an evil mom. Uh, a vagina ghost. <laughs> there is the vagina ghost. There's John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. Uh, John Snow, uh, <laughs> wolf boy. Uh, Odor. There's Hodor. the wolf girl as well, Hodor. Yeah. There's all the wolves, I'm just the wolves. Bet, you know, my answer is Hodor. Yeah. I think Hodor is really Sleeper. Good. Sleeper pick? Sleeper pick. Hodor. Hodor is going to become king of the seven kingdoms. <laughs> so, uh, if you want, a, you want another question? Just in case. Uh, like an emergency question. But come on. Who doesn't? I don't think it's going to be an issue, but... Um, like, we're just like yelling at us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> 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 you fucking dorks. Um, okay. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, who? If you when, were uh, to write a book called Game of Thrones, who would you make win? What? <laughs> Still very Game of Thrones centric. Other than another person, where, like, you know, if you have to put your dick into something. Okay. Or your other than a human. Whatever junk you have down there, you got to put it in or on some something. Would you say not designed for sex? Because I feel like sex toys is an easy out for that. You know, what food stuff? Food stuff. Are you gonna put in or are you gonna put yours into? What's your What's your number one? What's your go? I really hope they know Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what guess. foodstuffs would you fuck yourself with? Yeah, what are you going to put it in? What are you putting in your... I've always thought melon. Eggplant. Nope. I think it's kind of weird and dry inside. Warm Maybe cooked up. eggplant? Warm it up. Melon, though. Melon. Blanch it. Blanch it. You ever blanch an eggplant? Sure. You fuck it? <laughs> 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 Walter, who do you think is going to come out on top of Game of Thrones? Go. Walter. Who do you think is going to come out on? Odor already. Man. Odor? <laughs> Leland, do you, have a, do you have a favorite? Do you have a horse in the race? I think it's going to be Dragon Girl. Uh, Dragon Girl? Daenerys. Do you want to know, like, have you read all the books? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know the... Uh, what? It's not, this is not a very... You're not, <laughs> you just sound like you're down the hall just yelling spoilers. There's the popular internet theory that... It's going to be George R. R. Martin himself. It's going to show up <laughs> through time. <laughs> That the song of ice and fire mm-hmm. is that the show is going or books are going to culminate with like Jon Snow leading an army of basically like subdued White Walkers or something, being the only army that can stand against Daenerys and her dragons, and they're going to fight and then possibly get married <laughs> <laughs> or something. But they're like it's a song of ice and fire, and that's going to be because there's like nothing in Westeros can stand against the White Walkers if they breach the wall. And nothing in Westeros could stand yeah, against well, dragons being fucking attacking them. Like, yeah, we have like, undead. I, I see the dragons being the savior, and that's why she wins. Like, because the White Walkers are gonna fuck shit up, but Jon Snow's gonna not gonna lead the, the dragons. The, but are you sure? The, because we know that. But we know that Cold Hands is kind of like a good White Walker. So we don't know that they're all necessarily evil, right? We just see, we've only, I don't know what you're we've only been presented to, to them as evil. Cold You've seen Cold Hands. I don't know what the fuck. Cold the one riding is. the deer. No, man, I don't know what that is. If, that see, has if, not been in the if you're up show to date yet. with the show, you've seen it. No, it has no. That has not been in the show. No, there's no, there's no good one. What is Cold Hands, though? Listen, cover your ears, Walter. Damn he's it. like the king. Of, he's the king of no, the... No, uh, but he helps them. By stealing babies? No. No, no, no. 
Think books. <laughs> think books. It's think books, over. not show. Anyway, over. anyway I, it's been too long since. Okay, I so uh, not tomorrow, but next Friday, yep. you're at headlining the Brass Store with a bunch of up and coming comics. Yep. And then the Friday after that, you're doing a- and JC Surratt, who's a uh, who's like a real a, deal, a real deal. And <laughs> not to say up and coming comics, not the real deal. No, but that, he's he's been around longer than me, probably. Yeah. And he's and good. then the he's Friday after that, you mm-hmm. have uh, life lessons. Uh, Thursday the 23rd. Thursday the 23rd. April so 23rd. a yeah. week after that. Yeah. So two weeks from today. Yeah. Podcast day. And then a little bit later at some point, third Thursday or third Friday. Last Thursday of May, we've got the Dirty, dirty Show. show. And then in, 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 in June, me and Walter got the goddamn French Fest. Got the goddamn French Fest. <laughs> We're going to own this fucking city by the, by the middle, by the summer's... In January 2016, uh, uh, the return of Night Fight, Remount and uh, Centaur. The Wild Side. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get, the, <laughs> we're gonna get that to the Centaur Award. Definitely. Nice. <laughs> Hear me, Roy Serrat. Are you listening? <laughs> All right. So uh, Leland, uh, Leland, play us out. What's gonna happen? I go blow yourself. <laughs> you goddamn motherfucker. Oh shit! Got dirty. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 95.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 95.cc We're not working. Why should you?